0: Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast, putting STEM into the classroom.
1: Hey, welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast, and I'm Chris Woods, and I'm your host. And with me today, we have a special guest. Before I introduce her, I just want to talk about the idea of trying to put STEM into a classroom, trying to Trying to show interesting and and new and innovative ideas to to encourage our students to look at science and math and and technology and engineering as all those things and and trying to think how do we inspire some kids? Well, there's some kids that that maybe don't have as easy of a time in in class and and some of those kids maybe have some special needs and we have to try to figure out how can we help those kids as well to get it excited and, and look at, at those STEM ideas. So with me today is Sue Fouts. She's a parapro at Calumet High School, the school that I work in, and she comes into my classroom a number of different hours during the day and works with a lot of the special ed kids at her school. Welcome, Sue.
0: Thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Thank you. I'm twisting her arm here to, to get her to to get her to be here with us but she's really when you talk about a para pro she's heavy on the on the pro part she is a pro at what she does she finds ways to help kids and it's not always easy is it
0: no it's not always easy and as soon as you think you found the magic key you try it an hour later and it's gone it doesn't work
1: yeah and, and and we're actually recording this the first day of summer vacation and it's easy right now to to talk about the successes and and even the failures uh that, that we've faced during the year but I want to share this was this was i think an, an interesting application and I think something that you can do in in your classroom as well so sue you you run uh, the store at a at a state park
0: yes I do and i was uh Stumped. I was asked if I would um, take the wood contract, and I had no clue how to figure out how much wood I would need to supply the state park for the whole summer. So that's where you came into play.
1: All right. So not exactly how much wood would a woodchuck chuck, chuck, but how much how much wood do you need for you know trying to to sell campfire wood for a a state park, and and that's a perfect example of a real life story problem. It's not that you couldn't figure it out, but
0: no, my uh, my algebraic uh, technique would have been a little ugly.
1: <laughs> it's a hard thing to figure out. Okay, so the the state park said we think you'll probably sell about three thousand bundles of wood, and and it's easy to think, wow, that's a lot, and how much is that going to cost? And and you can, you can instantly start to see, it, looking at it as an educator, all the different layers of of math and problem solving that go into just a simple problem like that. So we sat down and we, we kind of figured it out and, and came up with a guess. <laughs> we'll find out by the end of summer if our guess was good or not. It was worthwhile to try it. Yeah. And um, we're, uh, we basically, I'll, I'll give you a brief idea of how we did it, you know, and maybe you could pose this question to your students. If you had to make 3,000 bundles of wood that are about 12 inches by 12 inches, by 16 inches long piece of wood, and the wood is split up and, and such. And and so around here, wood, we see it traveling on log trucks all the time. Um, in fact, one of your, your husband's friends uh, was able to get some wood for us.
0: Yep, he brought it in, and unfortunately it snowed so early he had to plow to be able to even bring it into the landing.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and that was that was even, I think, in, in October or November. We get a lot of snow in, in, in our part of the country. Maybe it's warm right now where you are, but uh, anyway, so so you, these big log trucks, so we we found on Google Images a picture of a log truck and, and kind of looked at, at the picture of how many logs would come on, on one truck load, and, and based on the price of the log truck, you know, full of logs and and thinking about how many pieces could we split that into, and, and, and the logs are eight foot wide, long, and just a number of different problem-solving techniques, techniques, and, and just coming up with a, with a pretty good estimate. And that's really a lot of what you do at your store that you just run in your spare time in the summer. So, she, by the way, she makes some incredible smelling um, homemade waffle cones. If, if you've never had a homemade waffle cone, that's, that's incredible. But, you know, our students aren't necessarily going to all go and become engineers and computer programmers. They're going to have to do whatever type of job, and they're going to be faced with all sorts of interesting types of problems.
0: Multiple challenges will be, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, a couple of weeks after that, then you're like, hey, I've got another question for you. Tell me about that one.
0: Which one was that?
1: Oh, uh, which, which one?
0: <laughs> Chris, I've come to you so many times for help. Um, mathematically, I'm not sure which one.
1: Okay, so how about how about the one about uh, you, you work at a different store and they mark stuff up oh,
0: 30%? Yeah. yeah, so I work at another gift shop and at the end of the season we reduce things um, 30% but you can't reduce things 30% because then you would lose money because you're starting out with a higher value. And I was just wondering if there was a formula that we could plug in to make it easier to know what to sell the item for.
1: Yeah, so when you first put a price on something, you've marked it up based on what you had to buy it from the...
0: the right, and, and these are consigners. So we, if someone is consigning something, they say they want $10 for it. We mark it up to $13. But then when we take the 30% off the 13, we're going into the negative that's
1: how we lose right so so trying to figure out a good way to explain that to a customer that comes in who may or may not uh, be good at math or or who may have not done math since they were in 10th grade and trying to figure out a good clear way to explain something and and that's the same same thing that we face both of us face every day as we're trying to help our high achieving students and our lower achieving students, trying to figure out what's another way I can explain this. What's other words I can put it into to, to try to help this uh, help this student understand? Problem solving. And these kind of problems come up all the time. When you're faced with an everyday situation and you're like, hey, that's some math or that's some science, jot it down, make a note to yourself and, and bring that into your class. You know, I was talking about the we were talking about the the logs and and figuring it out. That'd be a perfect type of question to ask your kids. And if you can sell them for three dollars a bundle, how much money are you going to make? And then you could pose the question, well, how much time does it take to make all that? And there's some estimates and stuff that go into all that, and it becomes a big question, a big challenge. It's a lot of work, I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it is. I can only imagine how much.
1: But it's uh it's it's also a nice break from doing teaching every day too. So a nice, nice little summer job there. Well, th- thank you, Sue, for uh for stopping in.
0: Not a problem, Chris. Anytime.
1: And if you come across a situation in, in your life or someone else uh shares with you, you know, make some notes, jot that down and, and and just pose it as a as an open-ended question to your students one day. It doesn't even have to be the topic that you guys are studying that week or that day. Maybe just as you came across it. That's the idea of putting STEM and, and those technology and math and, and engineering and science, all those things into your classroom every day and not just waiting for, you know, certain times and, or not just any classroom. You know, everybody can, can do something like that because all, we all have to do that. And you never know when you're going to get posed with a really interesting question like how much wood do I need? <laughs> Don't forget to listen to the other podcasts. And thanks again for, for joining us today. You're listening to this
0: podcast on the SDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit remarkablechatter.com.